Hello, and welcome to part two of episode 27. Yes, these two parts were split. Why? Makes my job easier and makes content not a poor quality for you listeners. So, literally, welcome. just look at how long the last episode, last half was. That's yeah. usually how long we normally go for yeah. both parts. There was, there was a lot of stuff to talk about and rants and motorcycles and stuff so yeah and now Luckily, i have the, food yeah i've got cookies cinnamon toast crunch not a bad cereal not my favorite but not bad my favorite is reese's puffs well it's more like a mix between golden grams and cinnamon toast crunch yeah do you remember uh french toast crunch yes yeah and this is that how was, we start was, off every toku good. section. If you're new to the podcast, yep. we talk about breakfast cereal. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so, getting right down to things. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing on the docket's more stuff about Comic-Con, because um, I just so happened to meet three Power Rangers. I had the opportunity to meet, like, five of them, but I didn't meet two of them. Because um, Andrew Gray and Sierra Hanna were there... I just didn't know where to find them. Uh, I met Walter Jones. He had his own little booth set up near Artist Corner, so on like the far side towards Hall H. And one day when I passed by, just so happened that Steve Cardenas was just standing there and they were just having a chat. So I said hi, shook their hands, and did what I did. And didn't pay for a picture, obviously, because... I didn't want to have to pay for a picture. So I didn't get a picture with them. But the other one that I may have mentioned earlier already was meeting Rose McIver. Because yep. she's part of iZombie now. And I got to interview her. I made her laugh. She smiled at me. It was awesome. And that's, melted inside. I melted inside <laughs> a bit. You know, life is good. And that's that. That's. And now for actual news that came out. We're going to start off with Power Rangers, and we're going to start off with the movies. Because that's what had the biggest presence at the con this year, was yep. the movies. And before the, the convention, the teaser posters came out. And it was them with, like, their color, with their color and then a lightning bolt with their name right next to it. It was cool. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie, it's really cool. Oh, yeah. These posters are cool. Um, you got a chance to win them several times and all of that and then the movie yeah. suits were released um, well not not only were you, did you get the chance to win those posters you were also given the opportunity to win uh, an actual version of the poster for yourself yep like meaning you could take a picture and they would Photoshop it to make it look like the movie posters. And it's cool. Cause, uh, and I've seen two people. There's probably a lot more, but the only two people I've seen are Mike Fadham from Ace of Geeks, which we've used their articles a lot, and a friend of mine and a friend of the podcast. And then uh, um, Eric Ishii, who is from Geek and Sundry, which is the uh, channel 
I guess it's the blog channel thing that does Critical Role. The outlet so, that does Critical Role. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a good way to explain it. This is why he's here. I've got terms for days. <laughs> like, uh, conglommed? I used that a lot at Comic-Con. Believe it or not. <laughs> it's all conglommed into one. And people looked at me like I was crazy. Which, <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Mm. But... So this was our chance at seeing the movie suits sort of with at least the faces of our rangers inside of them. I don't know about the rest of them because all I can see is their faces. And... Yeah, I mean... Like, I want to know, is this them in the suits? Or is this them with their face photoshopped to look like they're in the suits? Both. That's what I want to know. Very good questions. And the other question is, am I the only one that looks at Billy and cannot get the visual aspect of... War Machine out of your head? Yes. You're not the only one. What's his, what's his name, the actor? Uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yes. Don That's what I see. Cheadle. I see Don Cheadle in War Machine. That's what I see when I look at him. And that might be racist, and if it is and people take that way, I apologize. I really do. That's not the way it came off. That's just what I see. Because the blue does kind of look more of a blackish blue. The colors do definitely look a a little more muted. But from what I know from at least the panel and from everything else, these suits are are alien and they sort of form oh, yeah. onto them so we're not gonna yeah, see like the traditional you know morpher going it's morphin time and it being like spandex no this is like alien like ancient alien business I don't know I really still want them to yell out it's morphin time oh they probably will but it's not going to be like the way we know it, and they're not going to do like the whole morphing flip and. Oh yeah, because they're probably going to say it's morphin time, and then like. They'll put like their power coin towards their belt, and then it'll just form the suit on them like that. God, now they're common riders. Holy crap! Common rider Power Rangers. Yeah. They've got the suits. I mean, come on. Exactly. Man. And if you wanted a better look at the suits, sort of, like, conceptually, and the helmets, because that picture didn't show their helmets off real well, you could just head over to the Bandai booth over at Comic-Con, or, you know, tokunation.com, and look at the pictures of each ranger's figures, which each of them do have individualized, stylized helmets that do look different. Oh, yeah. They do look different now. I will admit, the figures are kind of Bandai of America. Well, and I really shouldn't have to elaborate on that. Like, there's detail. And you can tell they're from the movie. But I feel like if these were SH figure arts, and don't get me wrong, obviously they'd be more expensive. But I feel like if these were SH Figure Arts toys, holy crap. The level of detail. 
Like, if they made those toys, they would sell. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I hope they at least think about it. Who knows? Who knows? I just think that it was nice that they brought in the movie figures to at least show off the helmets. And if you also want a better, better look, you could also go to the Lionsgate booth, which also had the power coins there. And at least with the T-Rex and the pterodactyl ones, you could actually see the dinosaur inside the power coin. Like, if you were to like zoom in on the picture, you could see the pterodactyl, and you could see the tyranno in the coins. I couldn't really see it in any of the others. Yellow was a bit hard because I think they used a flash. Not the flash. Dark yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Dark yellow on yellow is hard to see anyway. And the blue one wasn't. You couldn't really see too much either. Like, I think you can faintly yeah. see it if you look at it from a specific angle. And good luck trying to find the Mastodon in black. Good luck. <laughs> Again, lighter black on. or like gray on black is hard to see. But you also get, like, a better look at the helmets and how each of them is differently designed to match that of their animal. Even though they do have very similar stylistic designs, there are subtle differences in the helmets that yeah. can sh that show you that, yeah. And I mean, if anybody complained about that, I'm like, did you enjoy Ninja Storm? Because guess what? Their helmets were different. Not by much, but they were, they were different. different. So enough. if you're going to complain about these... Complain about Ninja Storm. And that's really my gripe with people is that they were complaining. Like, so many people... And people should have known this going into it. Where's Tommy? Is Tommy going to be in the movie? If he's not in the movie, I'm not going to watch it. That was something I Those heard. Those are the type... I don't use this word often. Because I feel like it's one that... It's one that gets used a lot by trolls. The people that talk about Tommy, wanting Tommy to be in this, can only be described by one word. Casuals. And by that, I mean the people who have known Power Rangers is still going on, but haven't watched the show since Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1. Yep. Because they outgrew it. And now that Power Rangers is coming back, they complain that there's no Tommy, there's no Jason David Frank. And it's like, look, this is a reboot. Okay? Reboot. Nothing to do with the show. Nothing to do with anything that's been happening the past 25 years. Yes, it's been 25 years. Also, let also, it rest. Tommy, the actor, is in his 40s. And he's a douchebag. That's a given, but... Okay, so... Sorry to get off on something, but something that was just posted on Comic Book Resources earlier today... Uh, Supergirl common threat of Flash Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow crossover. So, yeah. Say that again? Slower? Supergirl is the common thread in the four-part crossover. 
event. Gotcha. That's interesting. I will send you the link later. Huh. And we'll report on it eventually. In two weeks. Eventually. Maybe. Yeah. If we remember to. Um. <laughs> but, yeah. People whining that these suits don't look a lot like the, the old suits. I'm like, because those suits are ancient. This is a retelling. Yeah. This is a new version of the story. Yep. It's the same characters. It's the same names. They may not be the same personality types. They may not be what you remembered back in the 90s. Nothing usually is. I went back the other day and I watched an episode of MMPR and I thought, what the hell was I thinking, thinking this was good? <laughs> back in the day it was. Back in the day it was... But now that we're older... Well, see, because now that we're older and we know all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on, we realize, you know, like, like, if you watch, if you show someone that and they're like, wow, that's rather interesting, it's a lot action-packed, the characters are good, blah, blah, blah. And then you have them watch Lankara's, like, History of Power Rangers for Mighty Morphin Season 1, everything will change. Because they'll know it wasn't original. Obviously, if you can't if you can't tell that's not original footage, then I don't know about you anymore. Um, but they'll hear about back the the backstory of it all, all of the drama, all of that stuff that goes with it. And once you learn that, you can't go back to watch it and have the same experience. That's what I've gotten. Exactly. And like I I tried like I tried to go back to watch Decayed. But knowing how the show pans out and how it ends and all of that just makes me like, uh, good show, kind of ruined. I don't even know if I want to watch it anymore. But, you know, people have different experiences. And I, guess. I quite frankly love how these look. They, It's a different take, and what they're going to be doing with it, they're sticking to it, like... They're doing something original with it. These power coins weren't, you know, created by Ninjor. Or they might have been. Yeah. But. Never know. Maybe but it's true. not like they look like coins. They don't really look like coins. They look like discs. They look like. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And it also, as soon as we saw the, the new coins... It was pretty much obvious that Rita's form, the cold greenness of it, is because of the it's green It's in her form. staff. Yeah, it's in her staff. So it's sort of like... That was... Okay. Though, I actually think that was really cool that they did that. Like, they... Oh yeah, so do I. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, I'm not harping on it. I think it's interesting. And I hope it comes up as subject. Like... You know, like, one of them goes, Hey, um, didn't you guys see one of these in Rita's staff, but it was green? You know, and then maybe you could have Zordon be like, Wait, she has the green one? That's been lost for centuries, or something like that. And then that can start a whole other mystery that they can maybe pick back up for, like, the next movie. Well, that's what people are speculating that the second and third movies are going to be, is Green with Evil and then, like, Green with Evil Part 2. Where Tommy becomes... Or or, or if they're really trying to be kind of like 
reworking but following the original story they might do this is the origin of the main five the next movie is origin creation and turning of the green ranger meaning he's created and then halfway through good, the movie turns good created turns evil and then they have a toku type climax where he turns halfway good halfway through and then and they team up together and then the following movie green no more either i could see them going one of two ways one green no more white ranger or green stays white ranger thus seven people team ooh it's one, i could see that going one of two ways one of either those ways interesting interesting cuz it would also it would keep the it would keep the it, it would be doing especially doing something that they could do in the show is yeah. that they could keep the green ranger but then also introduce the white ranger so okay. i don't know I could see that being a thing. And you can make the White Ranger... Like, if these are alien, have the White Ranger be an alien. You know, pull like a, 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 a Mega Force. Or a Super Mega Force, technically. And have White Ranger be an alien from another planet. You know, so also kind of like uh, the Triforians. Where they lock onto, like, the Power Coin signal and... They show up, and for, for you know, again, another Toku trope is they're they're kind of like butt heads, and maybe have a fight or two, and then like they talk it out, and they're like, "Look, no, we're we didn't steal these. We've had these for a while, and we defend this world." And then there's like, "Oh, okay," and then you could either have like another alien armada come who were searching for the White Ranger, and that's who they that's the big bad of the movie or something, you know. God, I hate speculating because it takes me so long to get to a point. <laughs> but yeah, um... I kind of, I kind of felt like as soon as I started talking, you just like sat back and was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna let him finish." Yeah, I was just gonna let you do your thing. <laughs> you kind of really cut me off sometimes, dude. Because I could talk like that for hours. Not necessarily. <laughs> Anyways, so is that all for the movie? I think so, because um, there's I think so, yeah. one last little bit of Comic Con news, and that is the Ninja, I mean Ninja Steel poster. Yep. Um, literally is like every promotional shot we've seen of Ninja, just with the Saban's Power Rangers Ninja Steel logo slapped right on. Yep. I will admit something interesting I see. Is they show uh, the shuriken that does all the elemental powers, and it has it still has like the the Japanese logo on it for like fire. You can see it clearly, and then like the one in the middle that signifies like attack or whatever the heck it means. Yeah, I mean they probably wouldn't keep that out because that'd be a lot of post to edit out. I mean, they did it with Dino Charge with the the Chargers, but sometimes that snuck through under the radar, and we accidentally saw um, Wizard. Well, no, it was more so like with one of the Chargers' names, 
was shown in one of the episodes. It was oh, yeah. um, the Japanese name. Yep. And uh, it was, I think it was... Uh, I don't remember which one it was, actually. And then in every single re-airing, it had been fixed. Or like with the app, where instead of said, saying Triceratops, it says Triceropods. <laughs> wow. They fixed it eventually in, in the app. Yeah. But, but like, holy crap, how do you get that wrong? I don't know. Uh, but that's the Ninja Steel poster. That's out next year. And I guess this might... Once again, I'm usually wrong when this happens, but this is probably the last Power Morphicon update? <laughs> I like how you got the inflection. Because... We now have first-timers at the convention. Uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz, the Yellow Ranger from Turbo and in Space, will be at Morphicon. She looks a lot different now. She has changed oh, quite yeah, a she bit. Is. Uh, Sasha Craig, who was oh, Lightspeed God. Yellow. AP must be, th must be thrilled right now. She's not going to the convention, though. Oh, she's not. Only Eric from Ranger oh, Command is sucks. going. That sucks. She couldn't go because of, uh... She couldn't... Financial? No, she couldn't get the time off work. Oh, that sucks. We're gonna have Anna Hutchison from Jungle Fury. Jungle Fury Yellow. And we're going to have... Which is... We're gonna have our first Marvel Ranger show up <laughs> to the convention with Ika Darville, the RPM Red Ranger. Um, Rose McIver will not be there because she's currently filming iZombie as we speak up in Vancouver. They yeah. literally started filming the Monday after the convention. Jeez, that must have been hard for them. Well, they left Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, damn, they left Sunday and started working Monday? No. hope she slept on the plane. Yeah. And then Alan Palmer, the Mighty Morphin Alien Ranger Black Ranger... And then the writer slash editor of Samurai, Super Samurai, Megaforce, Super Megaforce, and Dino Charge. Go there and ask him, why the hell did Megaforce and Super Megaforce happen? Also, <laughs> Please don't. No, please don't. Please don't. Please actually don't do that. Please don't. I won't. <laughs> like, because you know it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Like, he's a writer, yeah, but he's also told what he has to write. Yeah. And then... <laughs> The cast of Dino Supercharge, minus two Rangers, two, three Rangers. Three. Well, I mean, Silver's not going to be there, because Silver is just a bird oh, yeah. in a costume. Um, yeah, okay. So, so they'll be there, and they'll be doing signings. So we'll have Brennan Mejia, the Red Ranger, James Davies, the Black Ranger, Yoshi Sadarzo, the Blue Ranger, Michael Tabor, the Green Ranger, Camille Hyde, the Pink Ranger, Davi Santos, the Gold Ranger, and Claire Blackwelder as the Purple Ranger. They will all be there, and there's a signing that's going to take place. Um, you got to go early so you can, you know, be in line to be, to like, get the free signing. So... I think that's on Saturday when they're doing the signing. And the line starts at 6 a.m. Uh, also, I want to throw out... Um, Chris, if, if you're listening to this, uh, you might want to update the pictures. Because 
I don't think that's been updated in a very long it time. It hasn't been. Like, the post was started almost a year ago. Like, literally almost a year ago. Um, and there's a lot of people that haven't been updated on this list. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go further into the forum and see if anything has actually changed. Oh, they do have press badges. I guess. Because uh, Kickback just answered that question kickback answered that question for someone huh and um, yeah it hasn't there hasn't been a post since the 25th um but yeah uh, so yeah. once we figure out how to apply for media slash press badges I think I'm going to do that for the next time around <laughs> just for reasons but, um, and then I guess we're on to the final piece of Power Rangers news. And that is we have a return date for Dino Charge, or Dino Supercharge, or whatever the hell it is. And that will be <laughs> August 20th. So this will be after Morphicon. The week after my birthday. Exactly. And, yeah. Which makes sense. You know, like, they they wouldn't want it to come out the week of... Morphicon. Uh, Morphicon, because nobody would see but it. But there is a Dino Charge panel at PMC. So there is a there is a chance that. that they may show the episode there. That would be kind of cool. Now, that's different. Like, like I, I ranted earlier about how, like, they show a clip to Comic-Con people, but not for the rest of the world. This is different, because if they show the episode to the people there, sure, we won't be able to see it, and it sucks because they get to see it a week early, but again, it's only a week early. So it's like, they see it the 13th, or 14th, we see it the 20th. So it's just sort of like, you know, that's different. So if they did, I think it would be pretty cool for the people who were there. But more than that, Later, because I am actually going to be at the convention. So. Yep. I'll be there, probably tweeting things from uh, the GTP account. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, we're not going to have a podcast. We're not going to be recording again until probably a couple days before that. Unless we wait until that comes out to do it. Because if we normally take a week off, that would be next week. But then the following week is Morphicon. Yeah, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. So, I mean, well, we, we might, depending on the geek section. But Toku section, it would just be like... Here shows. you go. Here's some more ghost scans. Yeah, essentially, Or here's some yeah. more X-Aid scans. So... So I feel like the next time we would put out an episode would be like the 21st, 22nd-ish. Yeah, if you want to do that, we so, can do that. Yeah. If that works better for you. That's also up to you and your schedule. Yeah, because I go back to school on the 22nd or the 20... Yeah, the 22nd. 
And then things go crazy. Well, we could record any time that week, though, prior to. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean... Oh, I got a good idea. We're getting off topic, though. We gotta get back. You can tell me afterwards. And... Yeah, I'll, I'll write it Power Rangers is done. There's a new Juodra scan out there. Um... But first, before that, we watched the Ninja movie, and I want to bang my head on the table for a thousand years because of it. And that's all I'm going to say about it, because that footage is, that audio is lost to time and space. Yep. We don't know what happened. I goofed. Well, I don't even know if you goofed, because you said that you exported it, and everything was good, and then you went to go find it, and it was gone, or there was no audio behind it, and then it was in pieces, like 10 second pieces. Actually, that was part two that was in 10 second pieces. Oh, okay. Part one didn't even exist. Yeah, so. In any sort of formal capacity. It ninja vanished. Yeah, I blame Takaharu. Yeah, I think a lot of things can be blamed on Takaharu. But, but yeah. Like, I, I feel like the review for that movie is A, it was a ninja movie. Uh, and then B, they turned the two girls into Precure. Pretty Cure, which is the girl version for Tokver. <laughs> Uh, superhero time that, that comes up after Ryder. Um, cause the the scene where they 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 held hands and they, they did the hand movements. Anime. Yeah, when they held hands and then they like did the whole like burst out of energy in the very first season of Precure, which was uh, Futariwa Precure. That was their final attack. They held hands. They yelled out Black Thunder, White Thunder, and then they sent out this marble screw type thing which combined and killed the monster. Which is essentially what they did. So, like, it was def it was definitely a way to appeal to the girls. Which I'm not against. I'm not against that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against that. But, like, I felt like it was a complete rip-off of it. Yeah. Um. And, and the other point... I, I want to make one more point and then you can say what you want. What I said in the review, which... Well, you still get, have your half. Yeah, I still have my half. What I said in the, the review was that the true villain of that special was not the evil, like... Zangetsu it wasn't the Yokai. Yeah, the Yokai. The, the yokai, not Yoku. It yokai. wasn't them. It was their mother. <laughs> the true villain of that movie... Because without the mother, none of that would have happened. They would have come back, everything would have been fine, and then, oh no, we're under attack, let's just destroy them. And it literally would have lasted all of, like, 20 minutes. But because the mother was there, she's the reason the movie exists. <laughs> and it's like, she was the most irritating part of that movie. And I hated the character. And the only time she felt any emotion 
was when it looked like uh, White. I can't remember her name. Fuka. Yeah, Fuka's characters died. It's the only time she showed emotion. Mm, Yeah. And with that, we're going to move away from Ninja because we could talk about it all day. Literally, about how bad it was. Yeah. Because we've got Juodra scans to stare at. Which will... It basically shows us that there will be a new Death Galeon joining in the fight. And he's going to be the giant beast hunter. And the enigmatic bird man who stole the last champion symbol. Who will eventually become Juo Bird. um, Because that's obvious. And he will have his own cube animals. Owl, Zebra, Panther, and Platypus. Which are going to be all repaints of the current Juoger question mark exclamation mark animals because Cuba Owl will be a repaint of Bat Platypus will be of Mole Zebra will be of Giraffe and then Panther will be of Bear it only shows the picture for Cuba Panther, though. But yeah. one can postulate based on the other animals. And blah, blah. Oh, wait, nope. There's a picture in the next one. In the final picture. And it's got Panther, then Platypus, then Owl, and then Zebra. Which everyone thought were toy exclusives. Where did you see those? Scan number six. Oh. oh, yeah, okay, there they are. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, they really are repaints, aren't they? Oh, yeah. That's, uh... Sad, but not surprising. Well, originally, people thought, and by people, I mean other toku-based podcasts, thought that they were just going to be toy exclusives, because these were announced months ago in terms of toy catalogs. Yeah. But here they are. So Birdman becomes Juo Bird? Yep. And he's going to be the orange Juoger. So he's going to be essentially Juo Eagle except orange. And more than likely Juo Eagle will no longer be Juo Eagle he will transform straight into Juo Whale. Ah, yeah, that's a good point. Which means Larry may make a comeback as the pink gorilla. That would be hilarious. Because orange is just a shade of, like, is on the red spectrum, and so is pink. And since gorilla yeah. and eagle are both red-based colors... It'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just a pink... Or like maroon. I still think pink would be funnier. Oh, it'd be funnier, yeah. And it'd be really interesting character moments, but... Yeah. Because we don't have a pink Juoger. So, yeah. So, I can't for the life of me remember what happened in Juoger. Um, I'm pretty sure there were... Episodes... It's a, it was essentially just more of regular episodes. Yeah. But 
they had to deal with Misao's like hard on himself, maxed out PTSD. Which they, which at least the girls figured out. If they encouraged him, he became like invincible. Yeah, and that took a whole two episodes to figure out. But he still falls into the same like. Yeah. Like, it's it's one thing to have PTSD, have depression, anxiety, all of that type of stuff. But you're bordering on the stupid. You're bordering on when he touches. It. Yeah, he touches a bike, it explodes, and then he gets upset, thinking, "I'm really not. Des- I'm really not able to have this power." Like. And- what? And it really just turns out that he's adapting to his rhino's super sensitive skin. Yeah. And, you know, can sense bombs and... Such. And then he walks around feeling things. Which was by far the best part of that episode, was just him just touching things. Like, I, I won't lie, I've been, like... I don't hate Juoger. I don't like the current arc they're doing. So it, it's getting the ninja treatment where I'm skipping through episodes. Not skipping episodes completely. Like, skipping through them. Like, I'll be like, okay, they're here. Okay, they're here. Okay, they're here. And then just kind of go to the climax of the show. Or the episode. So. <laughs> it's it's on the borders of being unwatchable. Mostly just because of Miso. The rest of the cast I like. Which is, which is why when Miso like, turns it around and becomes epic again, it makes it so much more better. Oh, yeah. That was a good part. I liked that aspect of, the, of that episode. But everything before that is just, no. I, I can't take it. It's too frustrating and it's excruciating. And then we get Wild Tosai King and... That was funny. Like the they whole, were trying like, to stick it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of reminded me of uh, um, two aspects. One from Shinkenger slash Samurai, where they tried to figure out how to make the Megazord. And they just kind of stacked their, like, their origamis on top of each other. This and it didn't work right. out. And, and then... Uh, also in Voltron. Oh, yeah. Where they tried to figure out, it's like, well, maybe if we stack them the way Voltron is, then maybe <laughs> we'll be able to figure it out, and then they all stood on each other. So... Uh, that was too funny. And those are funny scenes. You know, those are pretty funny. You know, and like, no exception. We've done this before, but we don't know how it actually works, so let's try and do it again. Yeah. And in Juoger, it was like... Well, we can put them together, but we don't exactly know how. So then they had to figure out a way to do it. And then they do, so. and it's like, woohoo! Yeah. It was good. I do feel sorry for the suit people, though. Because there are sometimes when they do, like, slow motion action shots, you'll see, like, the bad guy throwing himself into the sword. Because the guy in the mech suit can't, like, move that way. So the mech suit guy just kind of has to turn a bit and just hold the sword. And then the bad guy just throws himself in the sword that's causing the sparks. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally a geeks of geeks amok mech. Yeah. 
There's just too much going on. And okay. later when we get like the final one, it's literally just going to be cubes on top of cubes on top of cubes. Yep. Also, something I just noticed with this new Death Galleon guy. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play nice with everybody. No, I don't you, think so you, either. If you look at the one with the Birdman's cube animal things, yeah, and you look at the top left, you can see he's facing off against the guy who's got like the the light on his head that goes up and down. Hmm. Yeah, give me one second. I'm loading it back up. Oh, I didn't know you got out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been sitting here looking at oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's I noticed. And there's him and Naria sort of facing Naria, off as Naria. well. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's enough of Zuoger. Or Zuoger. We've got Common Rider X Aid stuff. Um, the first official image. Just look at it. It looks like he has a game controller on his chest. And yeah. next one, which is a better looking image that doesn't hurt my eyeballs. Um, I will admit, when it came out, I thought it was hilarious. Everybody thought it was uh, a Photoshop because the hair looks exactly like Akiba Red's hair. It's probably where they got the idea from. I mean, it's not far-fetched that Toku would adapt something from another Toku series to make something new. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, though. I, I don't I don't know if the colors need to be the colors they chose. Because it's very 90s toy I colors. I think that's what they're going for, though. I think that's the look they're going for. Oh, jeez. I mean, and I, I guess we can't really say, like, there hasn't been another pink rider. Because the only pink rider we've had so far is Decayed. Well, Marika. Now we've got X-Aid. Marika. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, again, she wasn't a main rider, so this would be... No. Yeah. I do like his weapon. It's like a hammer and a sword. People have been giving it a lot of shit. Well, it's kind of cool. It's like you hit the A button and it's a sword. You hit the B button and it's a, it's a hammer. Yeah. Oh, I like it. It definitely looks interesting. And I'm actually kind of excited for just all of the like, references. Because we've got Kamen Rider X-Aid, Kamen Rider Brave, and then Kamen Rider Snipe. Which I think... Let's see. X-Aid is based off of action games... Brave is based off of RPGs, and then Snipe is based off of shooters. Right? And then does that sound? I'm guessing. It sounds. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, and they each sort of have their own, like transformations, like because they start off as like the mini, like level one, and then level two is their main rider form. Then level three is like a powered up form, and then they have also a level four. And then there's also been two others as well: Common Rider Genmu, which is a black repaint of X. And then Racer. And Common Rider Racer, creating what X Aid's motorcycle transform into a humanoid form. So that must be the little dude then. 
Like how there's the big guy and then the small guy? Oh, no. If you look at um, the writer forms one, where it has all five of them, if you scroll all the way down, it's uh, right, right after the second picture of the game driver. So looking at the game driver no, one? No, next one after the game driver. Because there's game driver two... And then the next one is yeah. the rider forms. The fourth one's the bike. Ah, okay, I see. So what the hell is the first one? That's like their mini form or something. Yeah, that's weird. Because their default is Action Gamer Level 2. Yeah, that definitely sounds about right. Level 1's the small one, Level two is the big one. It's their prototype forms, if I'm looking at the next thing, because I'm already on the next image, because the next image is mentioned, in addition we have a couple shots of X-Aid's prototype form, a miniature version of himself dubbed X-Aid Action Gamer Level 1. But Genmu is just a black version of X-Aid, but also has a wrist-mounted driver from the looks of it. Hmm. And then Brave has well, like a... I, I don't... I don't know if that's his driver or sort of like. Um, Wait, it looks more like his weapon. Oh. Well, if I can explain it any way that you, I, I don't want to, this to sound wrong. Any way you would understand, it would be like Andros with the battleizer, oh, and he would hit three, yeah. and the battleizer okay. mode would appear. Because I was gonna say it's like Kiva. But you haven't seen no. Kiva. So, because in Kiva he gets Emperor form, and he gets this thing called Tetslot, which is like a living, sentient, like, bat thing. And it hooks to his arm, and then it activates the powered up form. Okay. So that's what I think that is. But do you think Genmu is, is a different writer? Or do you think it's a different I, form? Of I don't know. It could be a summer movie thing, or like a a winter movie thing, where we get like a dark rider. As we've been getting the past couple of years. Yeah. Dark drive, dark ghost. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and then we get a look at brave uh, shooters and racers weapons. And Braves is like a is like a standard RPG sword, and if you hit the A button, it like shoots flames out. And then Shooters is a, no Snipes is a is a gun, obviously. And then it looks like Racers is sort of like a daggers or tonfas or scythes or something. I don't know. But Genmu's definitely does look like it could be his wrist-mounted changer or something of the like. I don't know. Or like his wrist-mounted weapon. It very well could be. I have no idea. And then looking over at the next set of magazine scans, because there's a lot of magazine scans, 
Um, we get the first look at the prototype form of X8 Action Gamer, which is the little mini version of him. And then he transforms yep. into level two, which is his standard form. And he's going to appear in the ghost movie. The ghost summer movie. As he's beating up on Blue Necrom. Yep. yep. <laughs> um. And of course we won't see that until after X-Aid's already premiered on television, so. Who knows? Ghost may have an episode that has him in it randomly. God, he looks so fucking awkward. Who? X-Aid. I don't know. I like it. It looks kind of interesting. And let's see. Ghost. It's going to take some getting used to. Okay, so I'm going to actually briefly talk about the Ghost Televicoon minisodes. Which are just as absurd as you would think they are. Because it deals with um, the EQ icon. And in order for him yeah. to activate it, he needs to be witty and punny. And it's literally just Japanese puns. It's a Japanese pun contest the entire time. And then out of nowhere, Spectre's like, Yeah, I got this thing that allows me to use triangles. And then Pythagoras. And Honestly, I don't know yeah. what I watched at that point. Onari <laughs> thought this one girl was I, beautiful, and I won't. I won't lie. I, di- I didn't watch that. Good because um, it's just what the fuck. Because there, there was, there was the, there was the contest, yeah, which it was revealed in, and then the hyper battle video, which continued that story. Yeah, and it had two endings where it was two different puns. So it was essentially like, which pun do you want to destroy this thing with? And then you would say A or B. Yep. But because DVD, we got to see both. Yep. And honestly... And it was weird. It was. (laughs) Then to the ghost episodes. The actual ghost episodes. Uh, We're getting to endgame stuff. A lot of endgame stuff is going on. Um, yep. Also, if for some reason you want to win a Patreon giveaway from uh, Ranger Command, do so now. You might win a Legacy Thunderzord. Just gonna throw that out there right now. Because hmm. they're giving away two. Eric, you generous bastard. To their Patreons on Patreon in our July ra- raffle. Alright. Uh, yeah, they're getting to end game stuff. Lots of end game stuff. Because, let's see, I'm trying to remember what exactly went on. But Well, we had a shit ton of Makoto's show up. And then... Oh yeah, that uh, the the princess didn't like how Adele was doing things, and she went pink so necrom. she became pink necrom, got I her mean, ass handed to her. She her form with the icon died. Then she woke up as human in the little thing, and then the icons a, were taken up to the grand eye, and then it changed 
it fused two of the Gonmizers together to get the awkward crab creature we got. Yep. That body then, swapped three people. And it was a trope, and I, I, I saw it as soon as they started doing it, and they like they had the the daughter and the father's body, and I'm like, okay. And then they just all they showed was a shot of the girl walking. And I'm like, okay, that's clearly the Gonmizer because, you know, it just looks like it. Very stony, not really, you know, human-like. But then it took them the rest of that episode and most of the next episode to figure that out. And then so. they did, and everything was fixed. And yeah. Fun, fun fact, actually. The, the, the guy... Damn, I can't remember if it was the father or the friend. One of them was Jiraiya, the, like, the ninja. Not, like, from, uh... uh Not the ninja. No, no, oh, what the hell's... Ah! Like, nin- Kaku Ranger, there we go. Uh, not Jiraiya, like, Ninja Black, but, like... Jiraiya Metal a, Hero. Yeah, Jiraiya Metal Hero. One of them was. I want to say it was the father. And it would make more sense because he had more screen time. Well, Overtime did sort of tease something like that in their pictures that they like to post with their episodes. So, yeah. I'm going to load that up and I will tell you. I think it was the father. Well, yeah, because the picture that they showed... It was the Point Break sort of poster, and they replaced a lot of the faces, but let me just double check. Metal Hero, Jiraiya, Ninja Sin Jiraiya, um, Metal Hero Wiki. <laughs> it was the seventh. Metal Hero episode. Or me- me- not episode. Metal Hero thingy majigger. Um... No, it was the friend. It was the friend. Okay. Because That would I... make sense because they have the father's face and then Jiraiya behind Jiraiya's it. face, yeah. Yeah. Toho returns to as Jiraiya to fight alongside the third ninja sentai that it injures against Yokai. Oh yeah, I forgot he showed up in an episode. I didn't see that episode, so... And that's why they had the Jiraiya shuriken. That they never used after that. No, they've used it once or twice. After that. But... I don't remember them using it. Probably in an episode that you skipped over. Probably. <laughs> I, did, I did skip over a majority of the episodes. Yeah. So, then the following episode was more of the endgame stuff. Where Adele realized that he needs Takaharu... Not Takaharu, Takaru. <laughs> These names are getting so freaking confusing. Yeah, he's the key. And then the, the sage guy is like, 
he's the key, and then the Grand Magistrate, who looks exactly like the Sage guy, goes, he's the key, and everyone's just like, he's the Chosen One. Oh god, he's Harry Potter. That or, you know, every Sentai Red. Yeah. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> um, I mean, it's also a common Rider thing, too. Like in Deno, the the main character, Ryotaro, was like this... I forgot what they called him. But he was this, like, once in, like, a trillion people or something like that. Once every so many decades. Like a center point, signal point, something like that. Who could control and kick out the Imagine... It's it's the whole backstory thing. You'd have to like watch the show. And then there's, but. you know, Gaim with Kota. Yeah, although he had to fight for that. To be fair, he had to fight for that. It wasn't just, no, you're the chosen one. It's just kind of a matter of time. No, it was like, it could honestly be either one of them. Either you or Kaito. Kaito or Kota, yeah, and they had to fight for it. And it was just so happens... It was the main character who came out on top. Because so. of all the power that DJ Sagara gave him. Yep. Sagara Although actually to, made him the chosen one. To be fair, Kaito did transform into an overlord. So, I mean... Yeah, but like he, who had the golden like apple? You know. Who had the golden apple? My did. Technically, the Kiwami Lock Seed is the Golden Apple. Weird. Eh, yeah, it's a... Yeah, Gaim. But it's Gaim. But, yeah. So, Takaru is the one. He has 19 days left. And... Yeah. And before we end all of Ghost... I have one thing I want to do. Hmm. Mm. Give it a sec. Oh. Oh. I yeah. have something planned. Stand by. Yes, sir. Loading. Henshin. Tengan. Nekurom. Mega Uru Ode. It had okay, to happen at least once. Yep. <laughs> I have a soundboard and I'm using a different type of mic in... Or not mic, but like virtual audio board and stuff. And I wanted to do it, but... Because he got I have other me things to do I it before. Yeah. There's other things I can do too, but I'm just not doing it. Especially just because this episode is as long as it is already. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's two parts. The part where it's two literal separate episodes. Yeah. But. So, we want to talk about the other thing, our final thing. Our final thingy is... is actually, it's actually a shout-out to some friends of ours. The return of Takintoku. Yes. Like, a, like After... the phoenix rises from the ashes. <laughs> yes. After... A while. A couple months. Yeah. Of not doing anything. They said they were coming back. 
And they have come back with help of Eric, who made the logo. Um, Eric and Zach from Ranger Command, J-Man of CollectionDX.com, Dan from Dan's Toku Rants, The Ranger Talk, Balt Matrix, Vangelis, Shukin Shinobi, or Shukwin Shinobi, and Zeron Sefer. Yep. And I, I fake complained at them on Twitter, and they know I was faking with it, but they said the door is always open. So they're like, "We had this planned for a while, yeah. but then cons started happening, so this went to the back burner." But you guys are welcome anytime. Yeah. So we kind of have an open invitation, but I wouldn't expect us to be like within the first ten episodes, unless they decide to invite us. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And we may not even be on there uh, together either, because he may be he may be able to get on when I can. Like if they record on a Sunday, every other Sunday for me right now is like booked, like all day. Like I wake up, I play D and D, I have a small break, more D and D, and then I go to bed. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, yeah, just it, they are back. September, I believe, is when they said they would be back. I think. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna watch the. Yeah, the I'm return. watching it too. On January 25th. But uh, damn it, I want to do it again. I'm announcing it. On January 25th, the final episode of the Talking Toku podcast was released. Waiting. On March 1st, the archives of the show went dark. Then the music begins. But in September 2016, I love this music. They're coming back, and they're not alone. Kickback, J-Man, Deno, Soling, Cinema Slob, Vangelis, Dan Pierce, Eric Berry, The Ranger Talk, Bolt Matrix, Shugan Shinobi, Zarin Zephyr, and more. Talking Toku. The movie. <laughs> well, of course, it, it's going to be the Zio theme. Yeah. Because it's kickback. Yeah. Um, I so totally expected it when it started playing. I'm like, because it's him. Yeah. Um, but it's going to it's going to include the original three. Yep. As well as everyone else. And it's going to be a rotating cast of... Well, a motley crew of a cast. Essentially, And you can maybe sit there and talk, or ask us, why are you talking about this? You're promoting another person's podcast. Why aren't you doing that? Why? Because these are friends of ours? A, they're friends. B, without them, we wouldn't be here. Like, because I, I found Sean technically through... Ranger Command, I believe. I want to say it was um, what's his name? Um, fudge muffins. What the hell? Ah, Nosan. Yeah. Sendai Nosan. Because Juliana. I, yeah. I. Is that what they're now? Yeah, that that the, she, she. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if it was a girl or a guy. Uh, Apologies. I believe so. I'm gonna double check on that because. Um. Either way, them... They are a friend, so... They, I'm going to say they until we know for sure, 
um, I asked them to be part of it because we had talked some time. We have a lot in common, blah, blah, blah. So I asked them. They didn't have a mic proper. So I'm like, okay. And then I think you chimed in or I asked you. One of the two. Either way, through, I'm going to say Sen I know son. It's not what they are now, but Sen I know son, we talked and then that was the first episode. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it is Julie or Juliana, uh, because the description, it's like, Ghost-Ager, Kyoto-Uger, Juoger, Delusional Magic Girl. Okay. So, I'm going to safely say, um, I'm not totally <laughs> sure. All things point to female. Whether they are or not, we don't know. Yeah. Dinner ready? We're knocking at my door. I don't know. It's six thirty. It's about that time. Dinner. I called it. Damn it, mother. Okay. It's perfect timing anyway. That's you know that's pretty much all we've got to talk about. Um, yeah. Keep it. Keep an eye on talking Wait. Toku and all that stuff. And hold on. Let's see. I think this confirmed it. I found a tweet. Uh, why? Confirm because uh, she corrected RJ with because uh, RJ replied to a tweet. I swear to God, one of us is slapping him in the face for this shit one day, and then replied asterisk her. Yeah, okay. So there's confirmation, and that is the nail on the coffin. Yes, and that is all we have. After being in a call for... Four hours. Four hours, yeah. It says three hours, three hours, ten minutes on the call, but there was also that one hour when right before his internet dropped, so... Way before shit went sour, yeah. Yep. And that was the conclusion of, of the San Diego the Comic-Con episode. The shit show that is San Diego. And I guess it kind of works out, because again, we won't have a podcast for three weeks. So it kind of holds people over. But, yeah. If you're somehow listening to this and didn't hear the first part, go listen to the first part. Seriously. Because it's, it's so much better than this part. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we fanboy so much more. Yeah. This this whole thing was like, movie stuff, Sweet. Sentai. Uh, eh. Rider. Eh. Uh, Talking Toku. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> like, isn't it sad that we were more excited about a podcast returning than, like, movie stuff for the stuff we actually talk about? Yeah. Well, it's just not that interesting at the moment. Like, it's fun to watch, but there's not much to talk about. Yeah. Ghost is so. definitely something I like talking about. It's a good show right now, especially because it's reaching the climax of the show. But, like, Juoger, I had hopes for Juoger, and it's starting to go the way of Ninja. And I, but I, see, Ninja was Ninja for the entire time. That is true. And now Juoger is going that way because of Misao showing up. Showing I feel so I like hope that goes back to the way it was. I feel like they're subtly fixing it. I hope so. I really do. But with that, I think we can put the show to a close. Yes, you have to get dinner. 
I have to go eat food. So, so you can find the podcast is Geekishly Toku Podcast on iTunes, on Facebook, uh, geektokupodblogspot.com, geektokupod on Twitter. Uh, there's a Toku Nation thread, which I don't think I've updated for the past two or three episodes. There's a Facebook thing that you haven't updated in a bit. Oh, I mentioned Facebook, but yeah, I okay. haven't updated that one in a while. Um, and you can find me, Fumixalot, on Twitter. I think you're still Snarky Sean? I'm always going to be Snarky Sean. Okay. It's just it is now it is now a brand. Well, now it is just Snarky, there's a space, and then Sean. Because yeah. I now have a public Facebook page. I now, for reasons <laughs> that I don't know. Well, um, you know. But yeah. He has a stage name. <sighs> I hate you. Um. <laughs> I didn't say what it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can just find me anywhere. At Snarky Sean. So. That will be all for us. I got food to eat. Bye. Bye bye. Ability to morph and to even up.